Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai studio, presented by your local Hyundai dealers. This is Chicago's number one and most listened to sports station. 670 The Score is Chicago Sports. Chicago Sports is The Score. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. And Odyssey Station. The Score! Hit and run Sundays from 9 a.m. till noon. He swings and hits a high fly ball. Deep right field. It's got a chance. Gone. Right down the right field line. Ball game tied 3-3. Three three. Rafael Ortega with a homer right down the right field line. The runner at first bluffing. Deep fly ball to left. Down the line. Long run half in the corner. Half makes the catch. But a run will score. Sosa coming in to score the throw to second not in time there. Cardinals take the lead on a sack fly by Yvonne Herrera. A deep fly to left. Waiting for the 2-2. Now Morrell hits a ground ball to third. Arenado's got it. Goes to second. There's the force. That's the inning and that's the ball game. The Cardinals beat the Cubs by a score of 5-3. In the air left center from Mateo. Robert is back at the track and the wall. And Mateo continues to do damage to the White Sox. This one gets up and out. Mateo, the first hit, the first run, the first base runner, all in one. Robert broke his bat and he skies it to right center field. It's a slide for Hayes and he can't make the play. You wanted to see Sosa run. He's on his way home. And the Sox have tied this game on the feet of Lenin Sosa. I love the fact that he aggressively kept on coming. And when the ball was kicked away, Joe McEwing pretty much says, go get him. And this ball is hit to center field. Robert back at the wall, and this is a huge swing for Baltimore. The second run is home. Here comes the third one. Austin Hayes demolishes a baseball, and it's six to one. Two and two. To third. Nevin. The Orioles have won the first three from the Sox. This one goes six to two in the big swing was the Austin Hayes three run double in the seventh inning. It's time for hit and run with your host Matt Spiegel. Well well 
With that as a backdrop, how could we not have a good Sunday morning? Huh? We're going to try to vent frustrations together and smile at the same time. I think it can be done. Or if it can't be done, we'll smile shortly after we vent the frustrations. And uh, maybe before as well. Good morning, everybody. It is indeed me, Matt Spiegel, here with you on Hit and Run. I've missed you these last couple of weeks. Had a family thing two weeks ago. Last week had the opportunity to do pregame and postgame and the fifth inning of play-by-play on the Cub game. Couldn't pass it up, even though it was Father's Day. Thank you to Cody Decker for filling in. I really did miss you guys, especially you guys and ladies, uh, on, um, uh, on Father's Day. Father's Day and baseball and hit and run. Remember? Talking to my dad. We should just put my dad on anyway, even though it's not Father's Day. Pops is still perky, still loving the game, still following along, still getting frustrated with his Red Sox, pretending that they'd never, like, got over the hump and won three times in his lifetime. He's still dealing with the muscle memory of thinking that, you know, it's a star-crossed franchise. You're wrong, but maybe you know, I don't know, a few million Cub fan friends like that who feel like this is what they do. They break your heart. Wait, no, no, no. Remember that when they won the World Series? Yeah, but they then they break your heart. Well, sure. Yeah, because sports does break your heart. Um, look, not that the Cubs are doing things great, and we'll certainly talk about that. We've got a lot of time to talk about everything, and we want to talk about it with you. Unlock the phone lines. Hit the magic button that unlocks the phone lines. There they are, 312-644-6767. That's the phone number, and it's also how you text. The Tech Zone is brought to you by Rose and Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at roseandhyundai.com. In fact, we are here broadcasting to you live from the Hyundai Score Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers, and uh, love being in the studio. It's the best place for a radio show, I have found. Um, done a lot of radio shows, a lot of places, bars, casinos, poolside. All right, those, those are pretty nice, actually. Um, home. Home has its advantages, but the studio is the best, especially when the fine folks at Hyundai bring it to you. Um, it, it, look, I, I, I want to connect as closely as I can with you, the fan base, and also with the teams themselves and the ins and outs of the day-to-day and where things stand. So I picked, frankly, my two favorite beat guys uh, for both sides of town, um, and the beat writers are going to join me today. Jordan Bastion will come on at 10 from MLB.com. He knows stuff very well, and he grew up a Cub fan. Um, James Fegan from The Athletic will join us later on, probably after Tony La Russa speaks, so that'd be about 11.30. Might wrap up the show with James earlier if he can. Uh, and he grew up a White Sox fan. These, these happen to be very passionate, smart baseball people who um, can read through some of the aligned BS, uh, who, can, who can decode some of the organizational functionality or dysfunctionality that is taking place as these teams go about their season. Feel free to tweet at me, at MattSpiegel670. And there's a lot of stuff I want to get to. I, I want to speak directly to the Wilson Contreras um, lovers out there. And I have to tell some difficult truths to you a little bit later on. I will do that. And, you know, uh, we'll check in all around the league, find some of the, the wacky and enjoyable stuff that took place during the week and, um, and bring it to you as inspired by a squirrel in Pittsburgh. But let's talk about the biggest story in Chicago baseball right now, which is the fact 
that we are a mere 11 games away from the halfway point. Sox, the White Sox have played 70 games, 33 and 37 now, 70 games. In 11 more games, it will be halfway through the season, and they're not good. They're just not good. They play um, a very sloppy brand of baseball. It is at times very dumb and frustrating. There is there are major problems within the organization that I think a lot of people thought were going to get masked by the quality of hitting, by the quality of a young offensive core that they put together. And it's not masking that stuff. And a lot of it has come to the surface with the hiring of a manager that the GM didn't want. And now there is a a sad kind of, lack of attention to detail that is going on seemingly on a daily basis and has been going on for a while. And it's really, it's really making them worse. And the continued allowance for Tony La Russa to play out his baseball fantasy at this point in his life and in his career has really damaged things. Tony believes some things that, that don't, that don't really go with modern baseball anymore. He entrusts veterans relentlessly. He makes rookies earn it. We saw it with Andrew Vaughn, who has revealed himself to be one of the great young hitters in this game. And he had to fight his ass off to find playing time last year in a way that is ridiculous. And we're seeing it now again with Lenin Sosa. And I have no idea whether Lenin Sosa is going to end up being as good in the big leagues as he was this year um, in Birmingham, but he's called up for a reason, and he was a popular guy to talk about for a reason, and now he's here, and you you see some of the quotes from Tony yesterday, which we'll read to you about whether he's going to play these guys or not. He likes to make rookies earn it. That's not how the game is is managed anymore. It's just not. It's not how it's generally managed. It's not. And if you need a shot of life, you play a kid, if he, especially if he's raking. Played yesterday, probably not going to be in the lineup today if I'm uh, to read anything into the comments from Tony. And it's not about a single day. It's just about every once in a while you get a day that shows you the examples of how the game is quite literally passed the manager by and how damaging that can be. And there's other things strategically. You know them. Valuing the win, um, letting the starting pitcher go so deep sometimes, which is not how the game is managed anymore. Valuing handedness. Uh, appointing scrappy, speedy, top-of-the-order hitters who don't get on base, not going to high-leverage relievers in the middle of a game because it's not their time yet. Yesterday he said Joe Kelly would have had the eighth. They didn't get to the eighth. You, you, you let Lance Lynn blow up in the seventh like that, and then, and then the big hit comes against Jose Ruiz. What, what are we doing? What, what are we doing? What you're doing is watching a guy live out the tail end of his baseball fantasy and it's, it's, it's unfortunately very, very damaging to a precarious moment for a roster that's not perfect. Of course, it's not perfect. But this, this opportunity is getting lost. It's just getting lost. And what a, what, what a terrible blow to the White Sox fans who have waited and wanted greatness or at least excellence or competence. You're not getting it from this team. They're playing poorly, and they're not being put in the best 
chance to win. And then sometimes you get a moment like this where you see the Baltimore Orioles come in, a team that has been rebuilding seemingly forever. And who knows if Peter Angelos and the family and all of that is going to um, unleash the kind of dollars it might take to finish a job. But their rebuild has turned its corner. Since Adley Rutschman, the number one pick in the draft, came up 33 games ago, the Orioles are 18 and 15. And they have played a very clean, fun, energetic, passionate brand of baseball for much of this season. And they've certainly done it right in front of you the last three days. And so you're watching the Orioles? The Orioles? Yeah. Yeah, the Orioles come in and play like this. They're better, right? That's a better team as you're watching these two teams play. And I obviously the the pedigree of 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 some of the Sox players is far ahead, vastly ahead of the pedigree of some of these Orioles players. But you're going to watch Austin Hayes, see him make throws to nail guys at the plate when they're out by a mile. Watch Austin Hayes come up with a huge hit yesterday. Look at his numbers. See Ryan Mountcastle um, show you some power. Watch Cedric Mullins running around doing his thing. See Jorge Mateo. It's a very, very energetic, kind of edgy, speedy dude who made plays all over the diamond and on the base paths. You're watching the Orioles show you what a team on the rise looks like, and that's not what the White Sox look like. It's tough. One of the things you do to revitalize a season, to, to, to give it a shot of adrenaline, is you bring up a kid who is raking, and you let him rake. But um, it's, it's, not, it's not happening as of right now for Lenin Sosa, and it's not happening for the White Sox. And I want to talk about it with you at 312-644-6767. Uh, I, I, you know, I haven't even looked at the text lines. Often when I talk about this, people will start going up like, oh, the score, and you're so anti-Tony, and Speaks, you're anti-Tony. I'm not anti-Tony. I'm just anti-entrusting a team like this in a moment like this to a manager like that. It's not about Tony specifically in any particular way. And really, it's not even – you know what it is? I'll tell you exactly what it is, is that we spent so many – months, weeks, talking baseball with you leading up to the White Sox being good. And there were so many realizations of, man, this is not your father's White Sox. Look at them. Look what they're doing. They're actually caring about this, and they're caring about that. And they're doing things differently. Look at this. Look at that. Oh, my God, they got, a, they got an Edutronic camera. They got a Rapsodo. God, Roger Bossert is excited to show us this stuff at Camelback. Thank you, Roger. My God, look at the oh look like is that Jake Berger? He's standing on the plates, you know, the, like the, the sensory plates that that help a guy. They got all the tech. They're doing it. They're not your father's White Sox, and your father's White Sox just kind of put the players out there and hope they were good enough. And now that's what's happening. Just let's throw the players out there and hope that they're good enough. And they're not. They need to be. They need to be coached up. They need to be schemed. They need to be given every possible advantage that modern baseball organizations have and play with and use to be great. You need a lockstep organization from the front office to the manager's seat to the players, to the field. Not that there won't be, of course, 
some pushback that goes on and guys rallying say, oh, those jackasses in the front office, they don't know stuff. Of course there's, there will be things like that. But the communication has to be rock solid. And, and, and I've been in situations, be it a radio show or a band or been around teams where when the communication is not rock solid because people aren't aligned because one guy gets a job when the other guy doesn't want him to get the job and is forced to deal with it and decides not to quit because he still has a good job and he stays there, then you end up with this like odd kind of passive acceptance that can go on where you don't actively try to make something better. You don't communicate because you're like, well, it's not going to, there's no point anyway. You know that you've had jobs. You've been in places like that where it happens, where if everybody's not aligned, then all of a sudden the product starts to decrease. The quality of work starts to decrease. The focus decreases because people don't really want to talk about stuff and deal with it because they're frustrated and they get cynical and it sucks. So something needed to be done to uh, to change this dynamic and mess with this dynamic sometime within the last five to six weeks. And it hasn't been done. And it's not going to be done. And it's super disappointing, isn't it? To watch this team play this way? To, 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 see, to see them clearly play an uninspired brand of ball. And to have some of the coaching tenants, some of the, of the things these guys have been told, actually make it look even worse. Don't run hard. I know that it's a reality sometimes to save a guy's legs, but what do we got? We got somewhere between seven and ten players who have been f- actively told not to run hard. Oh, my God. And so they don't. And that means you can't run. It means you can't steal bases. And what do you have to do if you can't steal bases? What do you have to do if, uh, if you don't play perfect defense? If you, don't, if you don't control base running and control some of the fundamentals, what do you have to do? you got to slug like crazy. Hit lots of homers. And the White Sox haven't homered in five games. It's been five games since they homered. And they're not going to run because they're told not to run. So when a team like the Orioles gets a gets a bunt um, and moves over on a ground out and gets a wild pitch and scores a run before you even notice, before you even look up, and you're like, oh, my God, it's one nothing. How'd that happen already? Or when they get balked in, they get balked in by uh, Michael Kopech, who's trying desperately to be a unique version of himself with a bum leg and try to still be freaking great because he has to be to save them every four days. Man, you are you are dependent on the slug, and the slug ain't coming. And even if it did, it probably wouldn't be good enough, right? So something should have been done. I, I apparently it's not going to be done. Yeah, I mean the White Sox aren't giving themselves much margin of error, you know. They really can't. You you can't survive mistakes, especially when you talk about like that bullpen usage this weekend alone is a microchasm of the Tony Larusa experience, right? Yeah, but and there's 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 so many moments that have been emblematic of this thing. And yesterday yesterday gave you another big one that I want to talk about. Um, Liori Garcia moving in front of Lenin Sosa and genuinely kicking a baseball 
into the outfield. And Leori's a nice, a nice guy and a nice little player. He's like he's a good like twenty sixth man, twenty sixth man. That's what he should be. That's what he is, and he's trying hard. He's not very good. And that moment of like, it was just, it was just a little too emblematic. You know, every once in a while you're like, what? Oh, that, that's Garcia literally running in front of the kid and then kicking a ball into foul territory. On the ground, up the middle, and Garcia can't squeeze it. Here comes Mateo. Well, I think that's going to be... E6 all the way. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be E6. And it's just like, oh, my God. Could I have my symbolism a little more um, hidden, please? Could I, could I request that? You just want to work for it a little bit more, right? Yeah, I want it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just it's too easy. It's too easy. 312-644-6767. All right, I've vented frustrations. I don't think I've smiled. Now I'm smiling. I, I love smiling. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast smiling's my favorite keep it right here on 670 the score it is hit and run let's talk baseball all morning long it can get better it can somehow the premier baseball show in chicago hit and run with matt spiegel two and two to third. 
Nevin. The Orioles have won the first three from the Sox. This one goes six to two in the big swing. Was the Austin Hayes three-run double in the seventh inning? Yeah, in this league, you don't you either do or you don't. And when you don't, or you're the players or the managers, you, you just take take the heat. The fans didn't come out to to watch us get beat that easily. So I'll take the heat for them not getting ready to play. Tough times, tough times for White Sox fans. We'll talk Cubs at the top of the hour with Jordan Bastian from MLB.com. You'll also hear from Crane Kenny, who was on Inside the Clubhouse yesterday and pushed back about spending in in a way that was uh, kind of interesting and we ought to dissect and talk about with you. But in the meantime, we take your phone calls on the White Sox, and I want to talk to you, the Wilson Contreras fan, uh, at some point here during the show. we got to talk about Kyle Hendricks being good on Friday night, what that's about. And, you know, I, we can do the, the usual hand-wringing about the Cubs' build or rebuild and where it stands and what they're doing and how long it's going to take. But we've uh, been down that road a lot. We are dealing with the active disappointment of a team that was supposed to be good being five and a half games back in their division behind two now teams that have shown themselves to be much better. And that is the Cleveland Guardians and the Minnesota Twins. Let's go to Van in Garden Prairie. You are first up. 312-644-6767, the number. Going to take you guys' phone calls all morning long on a beautiful Sunday in Chicago on Hit and Run. Good morning, Van. Hey, Matt. Nice to hear you back. Thanks, buddy. Um, at least on, on, on Sunday. Yeah. And... Uh, I enjoy you during the week, too. Sorry, I didn't say that right. No, you're, anyway. all, you're all good. Thanks for calling. What you got? What you got? All right. So I'm with you on La Russa. It was, the worst, it was the worst choice they could have made, and we're seeing that over the last two years. But I also feel like there's been maybe an extreme overestimation of some of the players that of the car that they feel were going to be elite, and they're not. Mm-hmm. I mean – you can look at Eloy, and it's so easy for people to say Eloy is going to be a superstar. No, Eloy is injury prone first, hasn't been the same since the Peck injury, and basically you can count on him for 80 games. Yoan Mankata, same thing, injury prone, hasn't really shown a ton when he's been healthy. You know, Giolito, now I, I, I just go back to the simple fact that, you know, everybody calls Giolito an ace, but the thing is, is the White Sox showed you what they thought of him when it came up for arbitration. They offered him third starter money. That's what he is. Put the White Sox in the East or West and see how many games they're out. They're mm-hmm. lucky. Mm-hmm. They're lucky they're in the Central. So, and then on top of it, you got a bullpen that just is absolutely horrible. Horrible. Well, and the problem is, and thanks for the call, Van. Good stuff. Uh, there's lots of players to talk about, and of course, it's not on Tony. Tony is Tony is emblematic. He's the identity of this team, and, um, and, and he was a terrible choice that has pushed things down, and ownership is not really doing anything to stop the damage that it is causing, okay? And that's why it's top of mind. But, yeah, um, paying uh, all those guys to be part of the core was clearly an excellent move in terms of cost certainty and knowing what you can do and cannot do after that. But one of those guys, if not two of those guys was probably going to end up being vastly overpaid. And I think we now know it's Yohan Moncada. He's due 17 million next year. He's due $24 million in 2024. 
And he is, yes, he he gets hurt a lot, but he's also just he's 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 not very he's not present um, and able to play, and 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 he he goes through different stages of of being patient and not being patient, and overall the production hasn't been there. It's a massive disappointment that has led to all kinds of scrambling and continues to lead to all kinds of scrambling. So and and it can be it becomes disastrous when you think about that money and what that is allowed them to focus on and only to focus on, which is a certain level of kind of mid-tier free agent of trying to get it right. And some of those guesses have been wrong, you know, Uh, and it's too bad because I I like Josh Harrison as a player and personality wise thought it'd be a nice fit. But uh, Josh Harrison's skill set, you know, even if he was playing like the, the very best version of Josh Harrison over these past few years, it doesn't walk. He doesn't take a lot of pitches. He's not the kind of profile. He's another righty. Like he plays positions that you have some coverage at with some of the young kids. And now there's sort of a weird glut of mediocrity. So that, that one didn't work. Um, Adam Eaton obviously didn't work. And some of the bullpen ones have, have, have not worked with a big expenditure of money there. So, yeah, there's a, definitely a roster construction issue that has gone on and some of the players not being as good as you thought they were going to be. It's a very tough moment for Lucas Giolito. These last five or six starts actually have been very, very rough. I think he's got to get into the lab and do some reinvention if that velocity is not going to tick up. And maybe he thinks it's going to still somehow, but that's a guy with a wide assortment of stuff who can mix up how he goes after people and might need to start doing that. I think it's time for him to start doing that. 312-644-6767 is the phone number. Um, you have uh, an opportunity to text and to call all morning long. This is Larry in Naperville on the score. Larry, good morning. Hey, man, how you doing? Good. Uh, first of all, I think you're friends with my brother, Eddie Gannon. Oh, I know Eddie uh, a long, long time. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know your brother also for a long time. Um, I'm a diehard fan. I'm 66 years old. I think this is the most disappointing stretch of being a Sox fan that I can remember. You, everything you said, and the last caller, I'm kind of want to second what he was saying. You know, we, we've you know we got to realize, and you've said it already. My cat is a bus. I mean, the word is a bus. Um, you know, the, the we, we keep forgetting we had an all-star catcher a couple of years ago. And I know McCann has had uh, moderate success with the Mets. But we went out and got a guy who really had one good year in Milwaukee, and that was about it. And we way overestimated his defensive capabilities. That's another guy. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think, um, you know, we are – I don't think there's much hope at all this season. I think this season is going to go – way, way, way the other way, starting with next week on the West Coast. Um, and there's going to have to be some hard decisions to make for Rick Hahn, really hard decisions, because as constructed, we are really lacking uh, in in so many ways. You mentioned Harrison. Lurie Garcia is, I don't know why that he's so in love with this guy. <laughs> and one last thing, you, you made a, a comment about Lenin Sosa. We don't know what he is. He looks great. But I couldn't agree with you more. 
would you just play somebody that's new here? Sox fans are so fed up with watching a guy like Lurie every day. I, I mean, everybody I know, this makes us sick. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Larry. Uh, appreciate it. Yeah, you know, the, the Sosa thing, and I need to find out um, – exactly what's going to happen here. But with all with that glut of players that we're talking about, be it Jake Berger, who obviously has hit well at times and deserves to play, and Harrison, who had a couple of real good games and good moments last week um, in a, in a, at a time when people co- were calling for him to be designated for assignment and now is, is obviously going to continue to play when healthy. And Tim Anderson, and now Danny Mendick is, is gone, and Sosa is here. But, you know, Tony loves to play Liori. And here's the quote from yesterday pregame about Lenin Sosa, who was tearing it up at double-A and now is up here. And Tony had said he's going to play at least one game over the weekend, and maybe that was yesterday. We'll see if he's in the lineup today. I highly doubt it. And here, here it was about Sosa in terms of whether he's going to play. Quote, right now he's up here temporarily right now, right, to fill in. He could go nuts and force himself into the lineup. I don't know how many opportunities he's going to get. The thing to watch closely is today with Leury. This is yesterday with Leury. Those are his at-bats. If he can repeat that, referring to Leury going one for three with a walk uh, on Friday night, he'll be productive. Josh, when he plays, he sparks us. I don't want to discourage Sosa, but he may get three hits tomorrow and not play Sunday. So we'll see. I hope he does, though. Eh, that's a lot of double speak and back and forth where he's kind of saying two things at the same time. But really, when you hear it, those things he's, he's saying, like encouraging about Sosa are is, is BS. He's not really saying encouraging things or, you know, he, he does give you the window. The thing to really watch closely today is with Liori. He continues to believe that some of his veterans are going to play better. And that includes Leary Garcia. He continues. And now he's dug in and vindictive. And he's going to hold on super strong to this idea that he is right about Leori going to play better. So Leori will continue to get his time. And the thing to watch closely is with Leori. So he is dug the F in. And he is smarter than you. And he will make sure you know it. And even at the expense of a team winning games, he will make sure you know it, that he is smarter than you. And, and he's going to give himself every opportunity for that to be proven correct. And that's freaking maddening. Yeah. Because who cares? Who cares who the smartest person is? It's a hard game. Such a hard game. That's that's why we love it, because it's incredibly difficult, and the puzzle is odd and fascinating. The skills are hard, and putting it together is hard. Put, put, put the best people out there. Even if they're rookies, it doesn't matter. You're still a Hall of Famer, even if you admit that Leori should be your 26th guy. Give, give, your, give your team a chance to feel the energy uh, of, of a new kid. That's what they're for. That, that, you know, that's the other thing, is like... I I remember learning the lesson uh, in 2002 when I watched rookies John Lackey and Francisco Rodriguez help the L.A. Angels win a World Series. Be like, man, look at those kids. 
And all of a sudden, like, those veterans like Salmon and Troy Glouse and whoever else and Edmonds and all, all these other guys were like, who, who didn't know if they were good enough. Like, when you see somebody young and dumb and just so excited playing, like, they don't give a crap and they're really good, you're like, oh, why not us? Why not us? Just It just matters, man. And, and then every year I would kind of look after that and be like, oh, yeah, that team, they've got a couple of guys like that. Oh, that team has a couple of guys like that, too. Look at that. They have a couple of guys like that, too. Hey, look at that. Then I realized you need the mix and the blend, and then you get a chance to talk to people, and they're like, oh, yeah, 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 we do. Yeah, it, it, it matters. It matters. So now you're, you're handed a player who might be that for you in a moment where you're desperate for it, and you don't want to play him because you want to prove your freaking point about Leury Garcia? Can't you see why we get so pissed off about that guy? Even when the problems with the organization go deeper and are bigger and it's about the players and the roster building, can't you see why the manager who talks all the time and tells you this makes people crazy? Absolutely crazy. Let's squeeze one more in before we take a break. This is Owen and Willowbrook on the score. Good morning, Owen. Hey, hey, Spigs. Hey, um, I don't just put this on Tony. First of all, I put it on Reinsdorf for bringing him in. But secondly, let's review Hani real quick, okay? Okay. Tatis for a washed-up James Shields. Then our number one picks, Madrigal gone. Then you got Collins sitting on the Toronto taxi squad. Mm-hmm. We haven't been able to get a left-handed bat. And what you said earlier, Sox fans have been waiting for them to spend money. They had a chance to spend money and either get a left-handed bat or somebody to play second base. They could have gotten Bryant. They could have gotten Adam Frazier. What's he do? Gets Josh Harrison. They they expect they expect the fans to sit there and watch the same old stuff they do every year, and the talent hasn't. And oh, I agree with these callers. Hmm. I don't think Han knows how to evaluate talent. And if you look at Mankata, he wasn't their first choice. They tried to get Benedetti, which they couldn't get. They tried to get Devers, they, and the Red Sox said pick again. And then the same thing happened last year with Frazier. We instead of getting Frazier and they, they held him up for Matthew Vaughn, Frazier went to San Diego for two minor leaguers and a, and a and a and a potential guy. When we go out and get that kid from second base from Cleveland in your own division, they're giving him up. Why do you think they gave him up? <laughs> well, this guy, this guy does not know baseball players. He wants guys that are just going to, like you said, try to jack the ball out of the park, and we don't. Look what they look what Houston pitched to us in the playoffs last year. We don't have grinders. We, you know, the other day I, I thought maybe they turned a corner against Verlander. They said, okay, let's try to take the ball to right field, and they hit. They went to right field, but they don't got they don't have guys that walk. They don't got, have guys that have patience. All they do have a bunch of wild wild free swingers, and I'll give them credit for Vaughn and Roberts, but outside and and Cease, okay, but outside of that. This guy does not know talent. Thank you, Owen. Appreciate it. Owen's uh, all over Rick Hahn, and he was rolling in there for a while. Did he get some names wrong? Sure. Does it matter in the grand scheme? No. Would I be a jag if I told him it was Benintendi and not Benedetti? A little bit. You know, if I interrupted him and said, you know, Matthew Vaughn, Andrew Vaughn, it doesn't matter. Owen was rolling. He was feeling it. And we appreciate it. He's nailing those points, man. Yeah, you know, he's uh, he's he's a he's a frustrated man. It's a very very frustrated man. And obviously, some of the players he was talking about who they could have acquired and did not acquire are not having the kind of years or the kind of moments that um, that would make it look better in uh, in retrospect. But there's 
There's a lot of issues, and it's too bad. I was trying to smile. Remember the whole thing where I was going to smile? Keep forgetting to do that. Hope you don't forget to do that out there. Let's see. Uh, What could I smile about? I don't know. We'll We'll see. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. If the, if the callers can, can make us smile a little bit more, um, we'll come back and, and keep rolling with you on Hit and Run right here on 670 The Score. The premier baseball show in Chicago. Hit and run with Matt Spiegel. And the Yankees are down to their final out. Astros pitchers have thrown eight and two-thirds, no hit innings. And Giancarlo Stanton is the Yankees' final hope. He is 0 for 3 with three strikeouts. 2-1 to Stanton. Breaking ball bounce left side. Waiting on it, Bregman. He's got it. Throws across in time. A no-hitter in the Bronx for the Houston Astros. They shut out the Yankees three to nothing. Christian Javier goes seven. Hector Neris goes one. Presley finishes it off with a one, two, three, ninth inning. And the Astros are a mob scene to the left of the pitcher's mound. Boy, what an accomplishment coming in here to New York at Yankee Stadium. Oh, there's a smile. Yankees getting no hit at Yankee Stadium. That'll do it. Thought that might put a smile on your face. Oh, there it is. Woo! Uh, a day after Justin Verlander was great on Friday night, 
which came a day after um, the Yankees walked off the Astros on Thursday night. Those are two very, very, very good teams uh, right now playing, um, you know, a good brand of baseball. The Yankees are 52 and 20 at 722. It is the best winning percentage in Major League Baseball. The Astros are 45 and 26, 19 games over 500, and they have won eight of their last 10. And they get that done yesterday in New York. Martin Maldonado will come up in conversation next hour because that dude, you, you can you can see a lot and learn a lot about the state of Major League Baseball by the career and continued presence and excellence in not all facets of Martin Maldonado. We will discuss. Ron is on the south side and is now on the score. Good morning, Mar- Good morning, Ron. How are you? Hey, look here. It's something to smile about. As you told me years ago, and I agreed with you, baseball still life, in spite of the White Sox. So <laughs> we gonna, we, <laughs> but look here. Uh, you know, I, I think the big – it's so, so many disappointments. But when you speak, when you think of Yohan Mankato, Yohan Mankato was no, number one prospect. And in, two, in 2019, he, he was projected to possibly be – an MVP player. He's supposed to be a five-two player. It's, it's. I, I think he's the biggest disappointment. And then, when you look at um, Grandel, biggest uh, free agent signing of the White Sox. But now here's my my it's a terrible disappointment. But speaks the White Sox say a World Series a bust. This team is not even going to make the playoffs. It'll, it'll be only one team from the Central to go to the playoffs. So speaking, what is bust? What does that mean? When they say <laughs> World Series of Bust, I'm just going to throw that question out. What does that mean? Yeah, that's a good question. It's a good question. Like, what does the accountability of not getting to the World Series actually look like? That's, that's, that's an excellent question. I thought we might, would have seen some more accountability um, along the way. And before this point, 11 games away from the midpoint of the season. If they do not even make the playoffs, yeah, it uh, it could be. It, it I mean, look, it it if if that's not a if that's not a managerial change and a a leadership change to create a mindset change, then you know people will throw up their hands even more than you are right now. And I know a lot of. Uh, is that really a question? Yeah, yeah, it is actually. As Mark is in South Bend, has been patient and it's appreciated. Mark, good morning and welcome into Hit and Run. How are you? Good morning, Matt. Always an honor and pleasure to chime in with you. Uh, your monologue was great and to the point. I concur 100%. And that earlier comment you made about uh, checking with your dad after th- uh, after uh, Father's Day yeah. in his boss in lifetime, the three world championships of the Boston Red Sox, they actually have four. Yeah, it's four. Uh, it's four, but it, it four is not enough. Um, it, it's not enough to make him change his mind that they are a star-crossed franchise that exists to torment him. It's crazy. And a couple other things I want to uh, say, and you can chime in on. The, the first one is Johan Moncada. I'm agreeing. He's not becoming what he is. It was talked about on the Bernstein show a few weeks ago. He might be suffering from actually long COVID, uh-huh. number one. That, that might, that's not a full excuse, but that's another reason. And remember, we talked about our old friend Hawk Harrelson one time. He was in the booth with DJ. And Len and uh, Len Casper yesterday chiming uh, in and uh. and complimenting Len Casper, saying someday, my friend, you're going to be in the broadcast hall of fame. That was uh. very good on his part. Then 
the, the game was delayed, and he said he had to get back to Granger and, and not even watch the game. I, I wonder, Matt, you know, you, you probably know him better than me. You think he's been shown how to DVR uh, Texas, uh, uh, Walker, <laughs> Texas Ranger? Oh, come on now. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure that he knows how to use the DVR, but man, maybe the man likes to be live. Maybe he's breathlessly following along on Twitter and needs to be locked in uh, for live. <laughs> I, I didn't hear that. That That's really funny. It, if he did want to be live, um, wouldn't it make sense? Guy's been live for baseball games his whole life, feeling connected, wants to feel connected in case he fires off a text or he could pick up a phone, call somebody. God, I wonder if he calls Jerry during the games. Is, is he the guy? You know, and they talk about it. They, they talk about stuff like, "Well, Tony's gonna show him. He's gonna show him. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, Lear's gonna get a hit soon. Don't you worry." I mean, Hawk wants to be live so we can chat with his buddies, don't we all? Uh, lastly, with a squeeze in Tony and Wonderlake uh, on an active White Sox first hour of hit and run here on the score. Speaks. Good morning. morning. You know, I'm a frequent flyer on Molly and Haw, so I was very. Uh satisfied to hear the producer that picked up the phone. Uh, I'm not going to rehash old news, but back in April, uh, unfortunately, La Russa and the Lori Garcia thing turned me into a casual observer, which is heartbreaking for me because I'm a diehard Sox fan. Mm. And my wife these days is more interested in the team than I am wanting to tune in. But, you know, the most glaring thing besides the Garcia love is the way this team just seems to be unprepared every day to take the field. You got guys getting picked off, running through signs, not picking up the ball, not hitting cutoff men. This guy's supposed to be a Hall of Fame manager. Besides the fact that the game has passed the guy by by a few decades, let's focus on the real issue here. Why is this Hall of Fame manager and his staff not preparing this team for day-to-day baseball play? That's the most egregious thing to me. Yeah. Because besides all these bonehead moves that don't make much sense to anybody, okay, there is a certain acumen a Hall of Fame manager needs to have. The way he prepares his team is the most important as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Forget the pitching staff. It doesn't matter if you're not putting the ball in play and not picking up the ball defensively. Well, Tony, here's, so, the, here's, here's, here's the thing. Tony, here's the thing. That La Russa is hired at a moment when everybody told him that the core is here, the the team is assembled, the championship team is here, you just got to put a couple of finishing touches on it, just a little bit. And you just got to manage them day to day and, 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 and take care of it. But we are built and ready to go. And that is not true. Some of that is about the talent and the evaluation, but some of it is about the fact that they still need to be actively coached up. They need... To be actively coached up during the season, during the spring, during the off season, they need to be given all sorts of data. Remind me later um, to tell a Dansby Swanson story. Okay, remind me. Write it down. I got a Dansby Swanson story for you. The this team needs to be actively messed with. And made better, and it's not happening. All right, I need help smiling. So anything you have to smile about in the baseball universe, okay? You text in at 312-644-6767. We will compile them, and it will help. Because I promised smiles, and frankly, I'm not delivering. And I'm frustrated with myself. 
and I need you. We need, as a community, as a collective, to rise above. So a couple of you have taken that that uh, upon yourself and have done it, and that's greatly appreciated. But um, uh, feel others feel free. Give me something to smile about in baseball. 312-644-6767. We will talk Cubs with Jordan Bastion next from MLB.com. It is Speaks with you here on Hit and Run on 670 The Score. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.